With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Sissoko finally waited. Erickson, low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Moura. And belted into the net, brilliant goal! On debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs! Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! Kane, good area for Spurs. Kane's not afraid to shoot. Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane. That is exceptional. Try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley back line, Son breaks forward. Oh wow, what a run. Yemin Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Spurs career. Welcome to hell is, is what I'm thinking right now, man, as a Tottenham Hotspur fan. But I'm back. I'm back from um, an extended vacation of sorts. Uh, I, had, I had a bit of a virus, you know, feeling ill. Um, I'm your host today. I'm Errol, host of Touchline Hotspur for the day. Um, I've got a star-studded cast with me. Um, you he- you've heard of Jack. You've heard of Jack on previous ev- episodes. Uh, we had German Jack for a few episodes, and I think we've got previously German Jack right now. <laughs> I'm I'm half German now because they're on my sweepstakes, so they're on my radar. They're on my radar. I'm uh, I'm a mixed race man for today, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, what's good though? Good to be back. Glad you're back as well and well and everything. So yeah. Thank you, thank you. As I was saying earlier, I've got my sense of smell back, and being a Spurs fan, you're smelling a lot of bullshit right now. Um, oh. Owen, how are you feeling, brother? You good? Yeah, very well, man. Very well. Um, just been living it up. Just been trying to get out a bit more for summer. Changed up the trim, and uh, glad to see you back. Looking sharp, looking sharp. Love to see it, love to see it. My brother Yao, how you doing, man? Uh, obviously... No, no, no trim at the moment? No trim. Um, obviously glad that you're back, but, you know, I'm here to fulfil my contractual obligations, as I have done for the I've, last previous weeks. I've heard a lot about this, man. I was thinking, When I was watching the episode, I was thinking, <laughs> hold on, you man get contracts now. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's this obligation of Aaron? He, he, he obligated to you. This, listen, listen. Look, I don't even, I'm at that point where I don't even care like what manager comes in. Any. Yeah, I'm actually at that point. But like, I can't be seen near the stadium for the next season because if I do go to the stadium, somebody is going to hold one hot slap. And I'm I'm trying to get to Levy, but security is like top flight around him. So good luck to him. But Spurs, Spurs security earning their money right now. Let's not lie. But um, it it looks like a lot of guys won't be at um the Spurs stadium. You can't even can we even call it White Hart Lane anymore? That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. Like, do we even we don't even have a name for the stadium? Like, look how long that's been going on. Like, is are we holding our breath for a manager at this point? But yeah, um, it's been an action-packed week. You know, um, a lot of the same as uh, the last few weeks. We've got a few more managers turning us down, a few more names um, added to the list of people that won't be at White Hart Lane alongside Yao next season. So um, the first one of those I want to discuss. Woo! I've got to take a deep breath. I think his name is Lopetegui. Sounds like some pasta, you know, but I've got this. Um, the Sevilla manager, um, which is which was a weird situation for me because, I mean, for Sevilla to even let us talk to him, seems like he's got some sort of issue with Sevilla or maybe he'd want to leave or he's considering leaving. And then, I mean, it seemed like he turned us down with the swiftness. But before we get into that, um, Owen, I'm going to come to you to tell me, tell us a little bit about our sponsor for this week. Mm. Yeah, it's slide. a fun, fun fan slide. It's uh it's the first in-game fantasy football. Uh it's been going real hot over the over the Euros. It was previously done uh, over the Premier League. It's come in. Um there is a total cash prize if you finish first overall of about 10k, but obviously not to worry if you uh if you're a late starter to this, there's two hundred pound price pools for each game if you finish uh, in a certain position. I've done it for the Portugal v Germany game, trying to read what was actually going to go, what was actually going to happen. I thought it was going to be a close game. Um, ended up just trying to rinse on my uh, my clean sheet points early and that just got dashed to hell straight away because obviously it was a pretty high-scoring game in the end and Germany just powered Portugal. I managed to get a few of the uh, scorers uh some points i took goosens and slid him out just as he started to go really crazy because i only had five minutes left of him so yeah it's it's proper tactical it's proper hard um i was doing okay i ended up finishing 153rd overall in the end and didn't get any points but yeah i'll be straight back on it next time um big game for england coming up so yeah let's get it see if i can get some money to ease the pain of germany knocking us out <laughs> so you heard it here first as well you just need to get 150 second or higher to beat owen um shouldn't be too hard but i'm gonna try i'm gonna put my my hat in the ring um it's like uh like owen said fantasy football but but much harder with a lot of rewards so i mean let's start with this severe manager i mean um it feels like really like we're just doing lucky dip at the moment going for different managers um Jack, what did you think when you heard his name being thrown in the ring? 
Before his name was thrown in the ring, I pondered why don't we go in for this guy? Because he does have a good club record. He's, um, I mean, Real Madrid was a bit of a stain, but it's a difficult job that, and you know. But you know, the guy has he's won trophies, and he he worked his way up to the Spain job, did very well. I thought, you know, why don't we inquire about him at least? And lo and behold, we did. And I'm pretty sure he rejected us because why would he leave? Why would he leave a Champions League club in Sevilla for, well, absolute chaos at a club? Uh, there isn't a real, a real reason, to be honest. And yeah, I mean, I would love him at the club still, to be honest. I would love if we push for him instead of others, which I'm sure we'll get onto later. But yeah, um, I thought he was probably the best outside of Conte. I thought he was probably the best of the people discussed, really. Yeah, I would say I definitely agree. I think so far, I think my my top um, guy before this was uh, the Roma manager, which I mean we're not picking from a lot of great names. Well, apart from Conte, obviously, but um, I think he's definitely the best one we've been linked to recently. Um, I think he'd probably make like a top three with Potter as well, maybe. But um, it's crazy. He turned us down with the quickness. Like, how long was it? 24 hours, 48 hours. Yeah, what's what's going on? Why did he turn us down so quick? Um, he turned us down quickly uh, on the basis that uh, Katuso messaged him directly after his interaction with us and warned him, yo, uh, I don't <laughs> think it's wise for you to waste your time going to, to Spurs. Um, it wasn't 24 hours that he, he turned us down. The moment the news came out, he sent out the, the press release immediately. So it was within 30 seconds to a minute to let the world know I'm not coming to North London. Yeah, so end that talk immediately. Um, the problem I have here and I'm, I'm going to have with a lot of what's happened is I can't think of a time where a managerial search has been this extremely exposed, which to me screams of um screams of a snitch yeah there, there's somebody there's somebody in the club we got rid of one snitch danny rose yeah but there's somebody there yeah that's talking and whoever that person is if i if if i see you in my ends it's gbh it's immediate on site like so we need to find who that snitch is i don't know who that snitch is but there's a big time snitch just telling the world everyone that we're talking to. And I don't like it. I don't like it. In fact, I think I know who it is. I think it's Hitchin. I think it's Hitchin. Yes. They're saying, because it can't be a player. Nah, Everyone's meant to be on holiday, for fuck's sake. And everything's still getting leaked. I can't lie. Hitchin would make sense, you know, because he's probably on his way out. I've I've been thinking, why hasn't he just resigned? Yeah, I'm thinking that. So maybe he's just causing some chaos. He's just doing doing a quick low-key. <laughs> trying to cause some chaos in there before he goes, man, because this is this is actually crazy. But um, do you know what? Like the the fact I think yeah, you make a good point there. Like everything is so public. I can't remember the last time everything was like usually we'd get like one or two names thrown in, and then you'd get like 10 names on um like Sky Bet or something, and then and then they'd be the only names that you know about. Like, we wouldn't know who we spoke to and, and turned us down, like, I guess, or or I think I think it's like that. But um, now we've got another name 
thrown into the hat. And this one seems to be, um, well, I think I've heard this story before, but another one of Paratishi's um, preferences, just like uh, Gattuso was. But Nuno. Um, so, Owen, what do you think of Nuno Espirites Santos coming to Spurs? I think I think he's got a very sexy name. Other than that, like he's he's a, a bit of a coward manager. Like it's funny, like he's even been described as like a, a journalist that covered Wolves as being a Mourinho without the accolades. <laughs> um yeah, Peritici is going on a mad one. Nuno is one of those, he's he's very He's one of those players that doesn't really like to use many players in the squad. He doesn't like making substitutions till late. He doesn't like playing kids. He very much is similar to Mourinho in terms of a coaching and play style. So he'll like keep a super deep block, prioritises a clean sheet, doesn't really have any modern ideas for a team to progress the ball, or have any like real attacking patterns. Although he has... He has the attacking pattern, which is very similar to Mourinho, which he'll try and like transition quickly with two players, maximum three, and without a counter press to follow it up and sustain pressure. I mean, like it sounds like for like with Mourinho. Um, so yeah, it's it's scary, man. Like I'm I'm not having him at all. Um, I wish we kind of went for. I still wish we. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm so happy that we didn't end up going for Katuso. I'm kind of wishing that I'm, I'm, I might even just do a little search myself just to make sure that Nuno's not been involved in any scandals, he's not been homophobic or misogynistic or racist in any way, shape, or form. Because if he's done or said one tiny little thing, even if I'm taking it out of context, I'm gonna try and bring it to the light and use that as a reason to, to dismiss him. But yeah, man, it's weird because we've got. There are one or two other options out there which fit both Paratici and Levy's needs um, very well, but we've kind of ignored that. And, um, yeah, Levy needs to come under the lights as well as Paratici for this because, obviously, yeah, I've been a bit of an apologist for Levy, but when you've hired someone who isn't aligned with your ideas and ideology for a new manager or certain players, then like, what are we doing? We're just hiring someone with a sexy name because he's well-connected in the football world with players. And that's the sole reason why we're hiring him, right? Because he's yeah, got it, this Jorge Mendes connection. It does feel like that. I mean, even between the two managers we've discussed so far, like what is... What is the thread between them? Like, what is Levy looking for in a manager right now? I mean, what is the what is the common theme? I don't get it. I don't know if anyone can speak on there, that. There isn't I, any. I, you can't see it, man. There Other isn't the any. Fact that they're both managers. You should have just stayed with Hitchens' original draw up. Like he, what were the candidates? Ten Hag. Um, I feel like he put Rogers in there initially, but obviously that was a bit unrealistic. Potter, Ten Hag, Scott Parker. I'll probably rather Scott Parker than, than Nuno, to be honest. Nah. My biggest issue with all of this is that, um, like, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Paratici is sus and all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, people are saying, oh, Nuno doesn't fit what. Why is Levy looking for a manager in a. St-? Like, we don't have a style. 
I don't, I don't want nobody to come up and tell me like, oh, this is, we don't have a style. So I don't know why Levy's looking for a manager in a particular style that he likes. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to leave his style. I, we've not won much with Levy's style. I just want a winner. Yeah, I want a winner, and I want the club to spend money. Yeah, and there's, there's two things that they don't want to do. They don't want winners, and they don't want to spend money. And that's why, yeah, Jack went to freaking Bayern Munich, yeah, and I've had to question <laughs> my contractual obligations to touchline. Hey, I was I was on loan. I'm back. I'm back. I, I've I've got good experience there, though. I've uh, got a bit of a winning mentality. So I, I heard. I, I heard. Yeah, it's good to taste success. They tried to buy a Jack permanently, but you know Levy's a bastard to negotiate with. So that death row deal, man, <laughs> locked me up. Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, like even even myself, I'll be honest. Like I've 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 probably been seen as a bit of a Levy apologist. Like I've I've um I don't know how public I've been with this, but I've been known to um give Levy some ratings. But I want to be clear. I want to be as clear as I can be. Like I rate Levy in a very small capacity. When I say small capacity, I mean as a part of his job. I rate him for a particular area of his job. I rate him for being able to take Spurs from from what it was a long time ago to what it was maybe in the last four or five years. But in the last four or five years, he's managed to take every bit of credit that he's built up and pretty much just flush it down the toilet like um it's shit so i mean that's that's where that kind of stuff belongs but it's not looking good at all it's not looking good at all um and i think that he he does have the chance to save this but it doesn't look like he's taking it at the moment if we're going to take these last two um offers or, or these last two managers that he's offered or, or spoken to as um an example of where we're going with these things and um, I see sort of like some tweets uh, from, is it the Spurs web on Twitter saying that um, Nuno Espirito Santo has not been offered the job by Spurs. So, I mean, is that something positive, Yao? Is that a positive or you're mute? I mean, let me, let me breathe. <laughs> Look, man, Nuno, yeah, his name is cool. It's a, it's a sick name. Yeah. If I heard it in primary school or secondary school, I'd be like, yo, we, I think we could be brethren because your name's cool, in it? Yeah. But there's a reason why a man, he, he hasn't even joined the, like he, he's indecisive. And you know how you can tell an indecisive man? When you're going bold and you don't just decide to whack it all off. Yeah. Like big man, join the club. I know I'm not there. But join the club. Don't be doing... You're not Zidane. So don't be doing Zidane, bruv. And even Zidane's joined the club. I can't be having a man at my club that's indecisive about his hair and the shampoo products that he uses, yeah, when we need to be winning games. Just like Owen said, the honourable gentleman, he mentioned that this guy doesn't even make substitutions in a game or enough substitutions. Isn't that the same thing that people complained about Poch? Mm -hmm. I'm not having it. And Jose recently, so yeah, and Jose as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, who who would have benefited from Nuno? Oh, is is the only person number two? Really? Number number two, and maybe Dyer. Reg, Regulon as well. Yeah, the main benefits from all managers. <laughs> I get the feeling he would be the type 
to try and give Sissoko game time again as well. Oh, no. This is what I mean. One of my concerns with him is he's going to try and get the best out of some of the players who are perceived to be deadwood. Whereas I would have seen other people, other players come through, like Skip, come through for Sissoko. And then we'll try and get money needed for these for these players. But yeah, it's it's going to be sticky. Um, I'm still waiting to see what Paratici does in terms of that. Because if he's player, player decisions are as well on par with what he's been doing with the managerial um with the managerial appointment then we're truly finished. I might have to get this like some uh, justice for, for Hitchin because like we might have to change his name to Sal Hitchinio. <laughs> I'll throw another name in the hat and he can hire bloody Gianluigi Potter <laughs> with accent and then we're gonna be all good aren't we? But you know, oh, until then, we're just going to be this 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 indecisive mess who who just don't have a plan. We did have a plan before Paratici as well. It's just all kind of turned yeah. into this this huge mess. We had no plan. He was lying. The plan is no plan. Basically. Yeah, it's it's weird because you'd think you'd think that to to be able to turn down this many managers, you'd think that you'd have something clear in your mind, like as as <laughs> on your manager search, you'd think you'd have something clear that you'd you'd be able to say, "Cool, we want to have, we need our manager to have A, we need him to have his style um, to be B, and we need, um, do you get what I mean? We need him to spend C." But it doesn't seem to be anything. Like I mean. The most insane part so far, in my opinion, has been the appointment of Paratici after the whole Conte situation, where, like, obviously it made sense with Conte. Um, even to an extent, it might have made sense with Fonseca, but mm. what's happening now was we're going to have Paratici and Lupete, I mean, like, Nuno or Lupetegui, or, like, what, what was what was happening there? It just it just feels like we wanted a um, we wanted this director of football for so long and the grass just wasn't green on us. No, I honestly I honestly don't think that. Paratici, I might I might get absolutely mullered for this, but I don't think the appointment of Paratici is that is my main concern because like and I keep I said this last time he doesn't officially start his job till the first of July, so everything till now. This is it's what like, makes it worse. Yeah, so everything, everything, everything till now is like, is that like extra, isn't it? Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just like giving you names, giving you names. What I find frightening, should I say, is the amount of managers that looked at what happened with Conte and were like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really involved. And I'm talking about top tier managers that were like, yeah, they saw, they saw what the, they're like, oh, Spurs are looking at Conte. All right, yeah, cool. It's advanced talks. Oh, okay, cool. They're, they're near the end, and then it stopped. And then they were like, oh, okay, this is how you guys are moving. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want my name involved in none of that. Yeah, and so that's why I said in the group, the only way you can really salvage this is you call Conte on the burner, tell my man, look, sorry, we apologise big time. Uh, we're not going to sell anybody. Uh, apart from the dead wood, we're going to give you 150 million. You spend it how you want to spend it. Um, and don't tell nobody that we apologize, did it? And we, we keep it moving. But that's not what Spurs are going to do. That's not what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to get, we're going to get Clashford from Broadwater Farm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and this is how we're, this is how we're going to run. 
Yeah, this is how we're gonna run it. Yeah, and for for them them North London people that know Clashford, that's an old old G, bruv. Like, if he takes over Spurs, everyone's gonna get beat up. Like, so Ali Ali has <laughs> no more contract after this. What you said about Conte actually in comparing him to what we've got with Nuno now. He is decisive because the guy lost his hair and he replaced it straight away. So Actually, I like that. <laughs> that I see. I see where you're coming from now. There, 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 you know, there's a correlation there. It's making see? sense. It's a good example as well. Now, can't yeah. be indecisive with your hair. It's the ideology. It's the ideology I can get behind personally. So yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. So far, it seems like the closer to bald these people have been, the worse they've been. Um, but speaking of a manager with a full head of hair that seems to be slightly back into the picture like I don't think he actually turned us down he might be the only manager that didn't turn us down um, is Graham Potter so, he ain't going nowhere he, he, he ain't going nowhere <laughs> Gianluigi Potter the pro he's the girl you know you know that that girl that just um she she never goes away so I guess they they just kind of stay around and that that girl that you known for a long time, you know, friend zone kind of thing. <laughs> She's hoping one day she might have a chance, you know. And it seems like Spurs are in a bad place right now. Um, she might get pulled <laughs> up. She might get pulled up, man. Like, yeah, she she might be that you know that girl that you just sort of brush off, and then suddenly you're like, oh, let's try a dating. You know, we're both a bit lonely, and then bang, you end up marrying three kids, white picket fences, everything. Like that's and, and that's what Potter might be because at the be. end of the day, why have you heard of the big D divorce? <laughs> it's not, it ain't gonna last me. It ain't gonna last. But Potter must be better than say like Ryan Mason taking over. He's he's, he's better than a lot of the options. I mean Scott Parker, um, Gattuso, Nuno. He's better than those options. I think in terms of a profile and working with the resources he has, because let's face it, we're not going to have that many resources. I think he can. He has an identity, and I think an identity is better than nothing right now at this stage. And you know, like he's got a forward hair, he can make his decision. He's he's got an identity. Nuno doesn't. So yeah, yeah, I was definitely onto something there. That's the thing. What's going on? I was only going to say, like I, I've said before on uh, previous podcasts, that Levy should probably have changed that whole uh, <laughs> can I saw Potter with Conte on fan slide. Um, you might get minus points for it, but yeah, definitely. That's more decisiveness right there. I love it. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Levy definitely needs to change that statement or word it a bit better in terms of like going back to our DNA, going to attacking. So where you've got Levy's ideal candidate manager. So, you know, with that statement, you know, if you, I don't know if anyone's seen those videos, you know, when people just chuck like a slice of cheese with holes in it and it will come up with like a certain word and it will then spell out like a sentence by just continuously chucking like a slice of cheese on this slice <laughs> on a hole and it will expose the work, right? If you chucked one of those holy slices of cheese on Levy's statement, it would just read Pochettino. So that's what he should word it to. So then you've got, okay, that's his idea of a manager. And then you've got Paratici's idea of a manager. So, okay, sets up great defensive foundations. Great, we need that. Once a three at the back. Okay, yeah, I agree. We need that, but not too cowardly. And 
Potter genuinely is a, or Potter is genuinely a marriage of both of those ideas. Like he sets up great defensive foundations with the three at the back, but has his team playing in a proactive manner, has clear ideas on how the team progresses the ball and has modern ideas with attacking patterns as well. He's just not that well connected in the footballing world in terms of super agents. He's not a sexy name yet until he does legally change his name. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. But yeah, I, I don't see us being or being able to get a better name than that unless we can go in for uh, Le Petit Gui with a better offer. It, it just makes the most sense to me personally. Um, it's just a question of are we going to continue to overlook him or not? Are we going to want to pay his compensation fee at Brighton, which I imagine could be quite high considering how much they're charging for Ben White to Arsenal, something like £50 million. Uh, Scary. Decent player, but yeah, scary fee. Um, yeah, it's, it's annoying because we don't seem too keen on paying any compensation fees in the minute. Yeah, it's it's weird. It does it does feel like we're maybe in for managers who are available rather than. Well, in fact, I guess there's two ways to look at it. Either you can look at it as like we're trying, like with um the Sevilla manager. I look at that as us trying to get a manager who was gonna be a good fit. It's probably a little bit out of our um our normal remit to be honest. And I think it was a bit brave to try and get someone to turn down a Champions League team, as Jack said before, to come to this mess. Um, I just don't think it's realistic. But, I mean, it's it must be hard to be able to pull that off um, as a Spurs manager. Like, I mean, as a Spurs chairman, does Levy get any credit for that? Or is it a case of he should be stop wasting our time? Because it has been, what, 60 days nearly now? Or is, is it... It's almost been 70 days. Levy gets All no, no is... credit. We're just over a week away from preseason starting as well, yeah, which is days. the scarier thing. That's insane. Like, mm. to, if you told me, however many days ago, fifty days ago, even the day before the final, if you told me that Ryan Mason would be handling preseason with no manager, like um, Vorm, oh my gosh! Imagine if at the start of last season I told you Vorm would be the goalkeeper coach. Like, no manager. This is ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. I don't even want to talk about this shit no more, man. Let's talk about something positive. Kane might leave. Kane might leave. That's a positive right now, bro. It never used to be. But free Kane, man, because this is this is hell. Like, I, th- but, um, I, th- I think we should let go as Spurs fans of him because at the end of the day, the guy's getting old. We should keep him ideally, but what are we going to do when he's here? What's, what are Spurs, He's going to carry us to ninth this time. Like... <laughs> He's contracted to what 2024, and I still don't think he's even come out and said, like, as clear as day, like, I'm gonna leave Spurs. Like, he's, just, he's still trying to be classy, but I imagine he must be pissed at this whole situation. 
considering um, I think he was one of the many one of the players who liked Poch and Mourinho, probably liked Mason as well. I wouldn't say he liked Mason. <laughs> I don't think he Mason. He's got a record Mason. after two yeah. Mason Joe, it ain't the same. <laughs> Mason was his boy. He definitely liked Poch. He definitely liked Jose Mourinho. He liked those two managers, and I understood why he liked those two managers. I think what's come out from what Kane said was more of a, like, sort it out to the board, like sort it out or, you know, risk the potential of losing me. But I don't want to be the one that says it out loud, but I guess I have to be. Kane thought he had that kind of power. Yeah. And and he's starting to realise you're not moving mountains like that, big man. You're, you're just not moving. You're not moving the mountains like that. Yeah, relax. Yeah, Kane is contracted to 2024. I've seen comments of, "Oh, um, City will hold out till next year. Hold out till next year. So what, bruv? Like, it doesn't make a difference. We can hold him to the end of his contract. Yeah, that will put him in his 30s. In his 30s. So." Like, whether Kane wants to leave or not, whether we want to cash in on him or not, I don't really care. And I'm not one of these fans that feel like, oh, we should let him go because he deserves to win trophy. Big man, as I said in previous podcasts, you've been to three finals, we haven't seen you. Yeah? We've got zero in all three of those finals. And you played 90 minutes in each and every single one of those. Yeah? So I have no sentimental value to none of what Kane wants. Yeah? What I do have an issue with is Levy dragging my heart through the mud, yeah? Open the Bloodfire bank account and spend your pesos, brother, yeah? Because it's, it's, it's enough now, yeah? We need people. We need defenders. I think I think I found an interesting angle. Like, I don't know if you guys saw this, um, this wage, this wage list, like, obviously take it with a pinch of salt, but... Um, there's this graphic going around of all of the players' wages um, or what the players' wages were last season. And it said that um, Gareth Bell, or roughly we were paying for 350000 um a week for Gareth Bell's wages. And, I mean, is that... Do you think that wage will be opened up for other players to be able to come into the squad? Or is it a case of, like, maybe Kane is making up noise because he wants to eat some of that wage? Mm, maybe it's a wait and see thing for me because I think I mean Levy did come out and say in his video and I'll have to hold him to it when um, he said in his little address to the fans that he would be spending this summer Mm. and then there's other rumours strong rumours that certain one or two players have verbally agreed to join Spurs um, we don't know who they are, but we're waiting on the manager to confirm if they want them or not, which is what we've got a sporting director for anyway, but uh, never mind. So, yeah, I think um, I think we'll probably be looking to spend that in the market because, um, I mean, for me personally, I, I wouldn't be, I definitely wouldn't be against the idea of Kane leaving, whether he wants to or not. Um, I think if there's a time to sell him it'll be now to be honest and you know he's got to that age like, I, I saw a few signs of petulance in him in the team and I, I definitely don't blame him for it anyway but I saw a few um, times where he was quite petulant in games um, he doesn't really seem together with the squad and he does have his injury problems as well so 
if we can get a strong fee for him that we, according to Levy, will reinvest in the squad, then, yeah, we can do that. And I think Bale's wages will, or his old wages, will contribute to that too, as well as hopefully the fourth and Marcus Edwards money. Thank God fourth is gone. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> you don't like Foyth? He'd no. probably be our best centre-back if he joined That's back. That means players. nothing. That He's probably our best centre-back. He's got an FM anyway. I think, that means, that means. you know what, that's a good point though. Compared to the rest of the centre packs, <laughs> he's the best centre back. Definitely doesn't mean nothing at Spurs. But I still don't think he was that bad, man. I think he 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 never got a good run at Spurs um, compared to how he would be at other teams. But I mean, speaking of centre backs, there are a few that we're rumoured to be connected to. Um, one with a, a very interesting hairline and um, <laughs> <laughs> another one. <laughs> Another one, another um, Danish. Is he? Does he actually play for the Danish team? No, he doesn't, does he? I thought so. I was thinking that. I'm not, I was like, thinking that. that. Looks familiar, but I've never actually seen him play it. Um, but yeah, I guess half the team could have a similar name sometimes, right? Anderson. But um, speaking, I'm speaking about obviously about Anderson and Kunde. Um, and for me, the better of the two is clearly. Clearly, Kunde. I don't think it's it's close at all. But um, I'm happy for you guys to um, teach me different. Whoever believes different. Uh, I mean, I agree. Um, Anderson's a decent defender. He's not. He's nothing spectacular. He's nothing to shout about. He's not going to command the centre back. He's not going to drastically change the back line the way VVD or Ruben Diaz or even Thiago Silva. Um, has at Chelsea, he's not going to do any of that. He's going to look worse in our but with our back line. He's going to be dragged down rather than a player that drags everyone up. Um, you, there's got to be a level of defender that we need a profile of defender. We need. He's not that. He will be better than what we have, but the guy can't even get in his own national team. I mean, it's a lot harder though. Let's let's be honest <laughs> than it is to get into the Danish national team. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. <laughs> but again, also the you know we you want to avoid baldness at all costs. So you know, what do you? Seems to be going bald at the sides, though. That's what I don't get. He's he's doing the reverse. <laughs> We're talking all about hairlines on this podcast. I feel so attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, oh, no, 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 I'm new for the rest. Oh, you make you're you're decisive. It's not about the baldness. It's about the indecisiveness. This guy's going, but he's still keeping his hair. That's You've got the, to that's, decide that's the issue. where you stand. Yeah, this is why this is why we rate our honourable brother Sai. Yeah, he didn't mess about. He said, "Yo, I'm not here for none of this left and right business. We're going one level, and we're taking it to the bank." That we applaud. We applaud from the NSO. We applaud from Scott Hall. This indecisiveness, it can't run. You see this? This is me not shaving for a couple months. That's fine, yeah? When I go get the trim, man's back to buff. But this indecisiveness, I can't be on every podcast every week because man will start to think I'm indecisive. That is the problem. And we're trying to hire players that don't know what decision they're making. He even freaking handballed the ball just two days ago. I don't want him. I don't want him. What are we doing? I feel sorry for Kunde though because he was playing right back. It's not his normal position. 
Yo, you're looking to the side. Allow him, man. Give him, give him. Nah, a I'm not even. You know why I'm not even gonna allow him yet? Yeah? Because my biggest problem with Spurs, yeah, and this is this is, I said I think I said it in the group. Let's say for argument's sake, I'm gonna paint a picture. For argument's sake, we get Kunde, and um, uh, Anderson. Yeah, we're gonna pair these two up with who one, one of our senior defenders. Yeah. And the two senior defenders we have, <laughs> Eric Diabolical, yeah, and Toby Alderville. These are our two senior centre backs because it's, it's not going to be Sanchez. So rule Sanchez completely out because it's not going to be. It's going to be one of our two most senior, experienced defenders. Diabolical is shocking, yeah. I mean, he's bad, bad. You don't even play him on Pez or FIFA. He's that bad. And Toby, look. I know people will be like, maybe Toby's got one more season in him. I don't want to see him playing any of the big games whatsoever. If he, if we're playing Marine or we're playing Crew Alexander, yeah, fine. Toby can start, yeah? But when we're playing in the Premier League, I don't want him playing no more. I'm done with that. Yeah, he, he's a tutor now. That's, that's how I look at Toby. He's a tutor. He's there to teach lessons to the youngsters. This is how you go into slide tackles. This is how you barge a guy. That's what he's there to do, as far as I'm concerned. He should be cheering these kids. He shouldn't be on the pitch playing 90 minutes. We should be a serious club going in for at least one top tier, top tier, which is, you know, a big bracket. It's not a small bracket. I'm not talking about like an 80 million freaking defender, even though Maguire is absolutely trash. Yeah, I'm talking just top tier defender. I've kept saying his name, Skriniar, keep saying... Why don't we go in for Skriniar? Inter Milan are broke. Just go in for him cheap and cheerful and get, get over and done with. We get a Skriniar, we pair him up with, with the guy that's indecisive with his hair or Anderson, and you could start something. Yeah, you can move forward. Not we, we go and get two youngsters and pair them up with, with the worst centre-back I've seen in modern history yeah, at Spurs in Eric Dyer. And quote me on saying this, Eric Dyer is possibly the worst centre-back in yes. any of the top 10 teams in the Barclays Premiership right now. Even if it's not Barclays that sponsor the Premiership, I don't really care. Top 10 is top 15. True. But, but either way, if I see Eric Dyer, um, if I see the Eric funny, Dyer play again for Spurs, I'm going to kill myself. Like funniest part of that, Anderson <laughs> is what? They made it full and finish. Relegated. They wanna buy Anderson probably like let's be honest to, to play like we, we get we get Anderson from a team that get got relegated, we get Potter from a team that finished sixteenth, and people think we're gonna finish top ten. Big man, we're going to be in a relegation battle. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> I yeah. want that. It's I want to get it's going to be exciting. <laughs> Relegate the club, relegate them, liquidate them. Oh, it'll be a stress-free life. But it, to be fair, <laughs> if we get relegated, hopefully, I'd hope there'll be it'll be quite a universal thing that this board ain't it. But I just have a feeling there'll be people making excuses again because I've seen it. I've seen well, it Enoch. tenfold for Enoch. No, I've seen. I've, I've seen. I'm seeing excuses today. So if that happens, I'm going <clears> to <throat> see excuses again. I'm going to see excuses on Twitter. There's going to be some wild views out there. There's going to be... I, I understood it in the past year. I was Enoch out for years. But I, under, I sort of understood why, you know, the arguments for. But 
now it's got to be universal surely that uh, you'd think well i don't i don't even care if it is universal yeah i've been enoch out since 2006 like <laughs> I'm not one of these people that's, it's not recent Enoch out. I've been Enoch out for 15 blood fire years, yeah? <laughs> I'm not here for none of it. I've always been about progression. I saw Manchester City, look, a lot of us guys have been watching football for yonkers, yeah? We're talking 10, 15, 20 blood freaking years, yeah? I saw Manchester City get relegated, not once, twice. Uno and Dos, yeah? They held it twice. They came back up, all celebrating. All of that nonsense. Yeah, the noisy boys were back. Rah, rah, rah. Rah, rah, rah. Back, that's how they were, yeah? They came up, they came up against Spurs, got slapped a few times. Came up against United, got slapped a few times. Then all of a sudden, they're spending money on Robinho. On, on, money, bitch. On, on, on the final day of the season, yeah? They're, they're getting tethers. I'm like, well, what's happening here? Like, they're making real moves. Then then they got Aguero, Palatelli, yeah, yeah. They're, they're winning the league. So you mean to tell me I've now seen two teams get relegated, come back up to the Premier League, win the Premier League while we're here buying houses? That that's that's what we're about. We buy houses. We're real estate. We're real, real estate, estate FC. Oh. <laughs> okay, landlord cool. fc real cool. estate fc cool. that's that's what we are all right cool well seeing as we're buying houses yeah levy i need a four bed in it i've got two sons wife make it happen please hey, you know how they say support your local man city is my local right now so i'm not gonna lie like <laughs> it must be nice i'm just saying i'm not saying anything else it just must be nice it must be Spurs is still my local man, but <laughs> it's it's a mess. Like even the timing of the stadium, man. Like we we go unbeaten in our home stadium and then knock it down. Like it's just so Spurs. Everything is so Spurs. It's like we're trying our hardest to do ridiculous things. But I mean, speaking of City, let's get back to City. Um, if if we get a player and a first refusal on a player, so I think that's it was said to be. Uh, Sterling and Jesus, I believe, um, and Laporte. And, and Laporte, I mean, two out of those three players, I would say probably Laporte and Jesus are the are the more realistic pair. Uh, I don't, I don't know, like I don't believe Sterling is ever thinking about coming to Spurs, like just. I just don't think that's ever like on his radar. I think he he laughed at it. He saw it in the newspaper. He laughed, and then he kept it moving. Like that's it. Like he didn't even consider it anymore for the rest of that day. But maybe the other two in it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think? I think Sterling... I think Sterling only considers it. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Sterling up until this point, up until today, would have laughed off any transfer talk. But if they're really gonna go out into the market and spend a hundred million on Grealish, Grealish plays left side. Yeah, Sterling last season, he got, as far as I'm concerned, Sterling got heavily insulted last season with how he was played by by Pep. Yeah. He's been heavily insulted in the media for his time as an English player. <clears throat> it's only recently now that they want to be saying sorry and all that kind of stuff. If they go and get Grealish, they're going to play Grealish left side. So unless they move Sterling to right side, which I haven't seen them do in Yonkers, he's going to be riding the bench. Or fighting for his position. 
he might be happy to fight for his position for one season, yeah. But the truth would be told, he ain't gonna do that for the remainder of his contract. Now, the question you're asking is, does Sterling want to come to North London? And the answer I'm gonna give to you is, nobody wants to go to North London. Absolutely nobody. Yeah, yeah. Not a manager, not a player, not even a canteen lady. Nobody. Sterling's if Sterling I mean we 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 should know that Sterling's been on the right the way he killed Ben Davis that last that last game at the Etihad but yeah I mean for all three players it's too much of a downgrade it's too far down to to go they'll they'll rather go abroad somewhere at a severe level club you know at a you know something along those lines at, at a Champions League level club at the very least so Fresh out of the Champions League final, we could have had these sorts of conversations. And I think that ship has definitely sailed. Like, it just seems ridiculous that we're even talking about this in some way. So, I mean, with that in mind, if, if, we, if we think the deal is not really feasible, how much is a realistic deal for Kane? Or what is a, re- a more realistic deal? 125 minimum. Even though Grealish is getting a hundred, or offered offered a hundred for Grealish. If if Grealish, if Grealish is going for a hundred mil, yeah. And what I'm about to say is not realistic because I don't think Kane is worth what I'm about to say. Yeah, but if Grealish is going for a hundred mil, then 200. then we should be charging around a hundred and eighty to two hundred mil, yeah, yeah, for Kane, yeah. And and if we got that for Kane, yeah, you do realize we are putting it in the hands of a guy. That penny pinched three million. <laughs> no, we cannot give this guy two hundred million or let's say one hundred and fifty. Let's say one hundred and twenty-five. What Owen said to like one hundred and fifty million. Let, let's let's say that's the actual bracket. Even somebody's putting. Yeah, so, so let's say that's the bracket. One hundred twenty-five to one hundred fifty million. When we gave him a hundred million or whatever it was for Bell, yeah, he went and spent on seven players. One of them was cropped. The other went to China. Yeah. Like very few of that seven. Yeah. Came good. Ericsson, obviously, we know about Ericsson, top tier, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the rest, it was bad. Yeah. Like, we're about to give this guy the same amount of M's to do that nonsense again. To do that crap again? He won't, he won't do that again because because of the direction the club's going. He's not going to buy all those players. He's going to buy Wood yeah. Green. The guy's going to... You know what? We, we're real estate FC. This guy's going to spread... You know, he's going to go Wood Green, Harry and Gay, Green Lanes, oh, Stoke Newton. He, he might even go as far as bloody Hackney. Hackney well, Wick. No, I think he will. It. He will. I mean, based on... Uh, obviously, when he spent the belt money, I fully, I fully think he'll invest. I think he'll reinvest all of that came money into the squad. But what I'm worried about is it would it wouldn't even be Levy choosing the players we sign, right? We we hired a sporting director for that. It's it's him who I'm worried about. I'm worried that he's gonna end up just shopping in Syria for literally all of the players. If not Syria, then it'll be on Jorge Mendes' client list. And I looked at his client list and they call him a super agent, but his client list actually isn't hugely impressive. There's probably only like one or two players I'd want from that that are viable. Um, so, yeah, it's scary. Like, I, I wouldn't, I would want, if anyone, I would rather um, Steve Hitchin in charge of the money than Paratici at this point. 
the way the but, way he's got the way he's going, uh, he's not going to spend money on the Syria. He's probably going to spend money in Syria. Like the guy is just <laughs> honestly, his hit like it's declined massively. The, like the signings he made, I think his best his best acquisitions were what was it Pogba? Was it um, who else was it? Um, Dybala, um, Arturo Vidal, um, Chesney. You can argue he improved. Matias Dele, yeah, they're quite yeah. obvious ones. Um, but it's, in recent years, it's, it's not been great. I mean, Ramsey, Rabio, free transfers. You know, Morata for the second Mor- time. Like this guy loves Morata. He loves Morata. If I see Morata in my club, I'm supporting. Morata is the guy you get when you're in when you're in Division Two of Master League, yeah. And and you need you need somebody here to just to just be up top. That's that's who you get, yeah, Morata. But again. I'm gonna say this. I'm probably gonna get ridiculed for it. Paratici's not the one scaring me. I f- I honestly think it's Levy's list. Like I like I just think it's Levy's list. But he's got a full guy. Yeah. Now now we can't go directly to Levy and be like, Yo, man, what are you doing? Yeah. He's got a full guy, and the full guy is Paratici. It was Hitchin after the documentary because we saw Hitchin's face and we clocked. Oh, you're fast, yo. Yeah. And you're doing a lot of stuff. So we went after Hitchin. And Hitchin was like, look, I can't be taking this heat no more. Bring in somebody in it. We we know about snitching. That's that's his new name. Because we know a snitch <laughs> when we see one, yeah. He's the one revealing all of these managerial prospects. He is the one. Like wow. Dominic Dominic Cummings, like <laughs> Matt Hancock. Man ha- Matt Hancock is securing more than we are right now. He's full on. <laughs> Hot boy summer, and we're just here trying I, to secure new stuff. And this, we it's not can't happening. even we can't even get dressed for the rave. Yeah, and Matt Hancock is out here grips him bum with the <laughs> right hand. Big man, Owen, Jack, Era, the apocalypse is now. Yeah, it is happening. Yeah, I've survived four apocalypses. I don't know if you might know this already. Yeah, but man survived that. You know. Y2K bug, all of that. Man survived all of that, yeah? But this one, my man not survive it. It's tense out here, yeah? I mean, for the love of God. I was... Oh, you're not the only one that looked at the, the list for, for Mendes. I, I looked at it, and you're, you're, you're not even lying. The list is minimal, bro. It's so bad. It's so dead. It's so bad. It's a bad list. If, if these players really in it, it's not. Bro, really we we bad. might get Fabio Silva at this rate, and I don't even think the kid's crap. I don't even think he's crap, but at this rate, that's who I think we're gonna get for face. I'd, I'd have Renato Sanchez. I'd have Neto. I'll take Silva. Be it. I'll take I'll take Adrian Silva. Oh, when... Adrian! I thought you meant Fabio Silva. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. As for Paratici going for Syria, like Skriniar, I. would definitely have as well but yeah like the rest when it comes to just solely searching for midfielders and strikers from there as I said before I, I just don't think the league trans translates well enough to the Premier League well enough for them to adapt as quickly as we need them to so yeah it's scary we'll probably sign uh, Moutinho at 42 years old in a couple Jesus. years and then <laughs> Wagner Love and Wagner <laughs> Andre the blue, the blue, yeah. at home. If we sign Matinho, who just like, fucking bold fuck, finally got him. Bloody heck! Oh, this is. Oh. Uh, all right, so um, I'm gonna start to wrap up, but I mean, let's talk about pre-season starting. 
10 days, 5th of July. Um, Ryan Mason. Club legend. legend. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Mason, club legend, and Lady King. <laughs> and then Vorm, another club legend, are going to be taking training. Um, Vorm training Loris is, that, that is hilarious to me. Like, that's like that's like when uh, David Moyes was showing Rio Ferdinand clips of Phil Jagielka. <laughs> like it's gonna be that level, honestly. Vom training Loris. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm about to say, yeah, but it has to be said. You know when you go to those um, AA meetings, yeah. <laughs> I forgive, I forgive me for laughing. I'm not having a go at you. When you go to those AA meetings, the one thing you cannot do is have a bottle of this Orano on the side. It's not going to end well. And this is what we're about to do with Vom training Loris. We already know that you is drunk. Why are we giving him Sorok to trade him? Why are we doing this? It's ridiculous. And it's it's so bad. That you're gonna have like Ryan Mason. Do you know what? It all makes sense now why Ryan Mason doesn't play <coughs> in Dombele because imagine Ryan Mason trying to train in Dombele. Like, it must be ridiculous. Yeah, he, he knows Dombele has been cussing him in French. Like <laughs> he do, he doesn't know it. He doesn't know what he's saying exactly, but he knows you're insulting me in French. That's a guarantee. It's crazy. It is crazy. No major signings. Um, or no, no, yeah, nobody's even left really. I think we've well, Bell Bell left as soon as he could, like literally five minutes after the season ended. He was Bell, Bell heard Zidane was no longer at Madrid, it was like, Yo, you man, I'm out, bruv. <laughs> see, see you, man, in a couple years. It was like in a bit, like, like, um, RS and all those guys, like, but, um, I mean, who else do we expect to go? Like, no, I know, I know who we want to go. We all know who we want to go, like all the, all the players, the, the Lamellas. Aurier's uh, well, saying like, he wants to move on. Sissoko, Lamella, of course. Um, I, I think Ben Davis goes. Apparently, apparently Napoli want a left back badly. They, they're so badly that they're thinking about Ben Davis. So I don't know. Either way, I'm, I'm scared so many of these guys will still be here next season. And I'm. Quite frankly, I think a lot of them will be. I think the clear out won't really be a clear out. It will just be sort of tipping out a few players, a few bits of dead wood, but it won't be a clear out and it won't be anything we need at all. I'm not optimistic about any of that, to be honest. Yeah, I'm tempted to agree with Jack. I think um, it's not looking sharp. I mean, I just feel like if that was the plan, things would be in play at the moment. Even just talking or just shopping some players around or just getting them on the pitch so you could uh, just anything, anything could have happened, man. But it doesn't look like anything's happening. Um, at this point, I even would have taken what Arsenal did last season when they just had like the mutual agreements and just let a lot of players go. I think that would be better just to open up some space on the team, open up some some more wages, and then maybe a cane sell to to cover some of the more financial aspects of this but I mean what can't we just sell Levy or something like, it's, I don't know man we need to get something something has to happen man something has to happen 
And Name in rights to the stadium first. <laughs> Please, that I've I've given up on that. I've given up on <laughs> getting a name for the stadium. Um, even buying a midfield, like in fact, I think I feel like it took us how long to get a midfield after Dembele left? How long did it take us to get him? Like over a year, much longer. Than we did, we didn't sign nobody for like eighteen months, bro. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And I mean, yeah, we didn't we didn't sign nobody for eighteen months on the basis we won no trophies. Yeah, like <laughs> listen, this club has taken me over the edge. Yeah, in recent times, I've been out with my boys and I've drunk way too much. Yeah, I've come home bare confused. It doesn't even look like my house. This is what this club has done to me. Yeah, so until. I see a blood fire trophy win or a better season than what I've seen in the last two and a half. Levy is on red alert. There's no way on God's green earth this guy can lock eyes with my eyes and I won't break my hand on his bald head. Yeah, I will, I'm going to lose it with this guy. Seriously, Levy needs to sign somebody soon. Yeah, I don't care if it's a manager. I don't care if it's a new cleaner for the whole stadium. He needs to sign somebody soon, yeah? Because we've gone like 70 days just just flirting. Flirting in the middle of the red light district of Amsterdam. Sweet out, bruv. Yeah, go in there and purchase somebody. Just get it over and done with. Taking a mick. <laughs> wow, on that note, <laughs> I want to give out um, another quick shout to our sponsors, Fanslide. Um They've actually doubled their refer a friend bonus on the app. So make sure you get signed up. Um, uh, make sure you play uh, probably during the England versus Germany game. And I think that's going to be a good game. I think you're going to be able to make some good money there. So refer your friends before we get to that point. Uh, and make sure you guys check out the Discord. Make sure you're following us on Twitter uh, so you can get your questions in. And yeah, I think that's it for this week, guys. It's been a great show. Thanks for coming on. It's been pleasant. Thanks. Just drinking in that new variant, that Spurs variant of this respiratory virus. Hopefully, hopefully we get rid of Daniel Loki in it. <laughs> and on that note, I'll see you next week. On debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London. That is absolutely incredible on debut. Oh, yay! Sports Social Podcast Network.